everyone. My name is Howard Sapp with Now You Know, and I'm glad you guys have had an opportunity or at least taken some time out of your day just to kind of sit and talk and uh, listen to us, chat with us for a little bit just on uh, local issues, national issues, when it comes to the uh, political scene and some things that are going on. And believe me, it's a lot that's happening that has happened and going to continue to happen as we go through this election season, but not just the election season, but it, it is so many things that's happening without, within our community. And we really want you guys to be aware and informed of those things that's happening. And um, I have with me my partner in crime, Dr. Cindy Banye. Dr. Cindy Banye, give everybody a good shout out. Everybody, welcome to this episode. I'm so excited and I'm totally not frustrated and pissed off at the state of politics right now. I'm totally not. I swear I'm not. Um, I'm actually full of Christmas cheer and go. ready to go. Yes, yes. No, that, that, that's good. No, it, it's it's crazy because I know if um, if you really sit and, 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 you know, and we've been talking about, you know, different things, but just kind of sit and just allow all of the stuff that's happening to really absorb you. I mean, you would literally go crazy, you know, and, you know, we look at, um, <laughs> we, we look at our, our, our friends on the other side of the aisle, you know, uh, well, I tell you, you know, it is just so much happening within, you know, that uh, the Republican party right now. And uh, it's, and, and I don't see how people can't, really just say, you know, you know what, enough is enough. You know, I'm right. going to, you know, let, let me take my ball and I'm going to another park or something, whatever the case may be. I mean, we, um, we've just had, you know, uh, Santos and, and, and he's, uh, you know, with his, I think first it was, uh, was it, was it a total of 23 indictments on him? Yeah. This is George Santos, former Congressman Part from New exactly, York, yes. Republican. He flipped that seat. Uh, interestingly, in the 2022 election. Fun mm -hmm. fact, I uh, had done some co-campaigning with one of the women who was the Democratic primary mm -hmm. uh, contestant there, uh, Melanie DeRigo. You might see some of her tweets that go viral from time to time, but that was her district. Oh, well, so really? oh, wow. saying on the inside. Yeah, like oh, I've been hearing about George Santos before <laughs> George Santos became a whole thing. Um, and just nobody really believed it. Cause he was so, he was like, so ridiculous, I guess. Mm -hmm. And he had run before and he's just like, nobody, everybody knew he was a complete huckster and it wasn't until he got all the way to Congress. And then, and then, um, and then, right. So, you know, go tell yeah. us a little bit about, uh, what, uh, the, those indictments are all about. Cause that's pretty interesting. Yeah. I mean, he's, I mean, he, here's a guy that, uh, and, and they've been uh, doing so many spoofs and stuff like that on him, but you know, he, you know, graduated, you know, from what was it? Was it Harvard he graduated from? Um, Who knows? See, yeah. There's uh, no record. Yeah, there's, there, of course. There's, he there's, made it up. He totally made it up. And by by the way, uh, cop to it. He's like, yeah, I totally made up. Everything. He made up everything from uh, his mom dying in 9-11, right. mm -hmm. yeah. his family being Jewish, to, um, I mean, yeah, he, his career, his education. Everything. I mean, it, it, it just goes on and on and on and on and on. And then he finally, like you said, you know, after people saying that, well, we, we can't find any history of this. We can't find any record of this. We can't, you know, there is nothing to, um, you know, to, to validate any of your claims or anything like that. And, and then he, it, it's funny because in the end, like you said, he, you know, came out and said, you know, it's not true. I did this, I did that, you know, but I'm not leaving. You know, I'm here, you know, I'm not giving up my seat, you know, regardless of how I get, you know, got it, you know, by hook or crook, you know, it's my seat now and I'm not giving it up and this, that and the other thing. And it's, it was amazing, you know, how even within the chambers, 
that they were, you know, battling on, well, you know, should we or shouldn't we, you know, you know, expel him because, you know, he's and and for me, I mean, I, I can't it amazes me how they question whether or not they should do that, you know, based on everything that he has done, everything that he has said, all the lies and all of that, you know, and how he just, you know, manipulated the system and lied, well, basically lied to everybody, you know, and now well, I got the seat now, I'm not giving it up. You know, so my, my thing is it's like it's just like a um, if you're, you know, hijacking a car, you know, you're carjacking somebody, you go in, you know, you carjack them. That's illegal. OK, but now that you have the car and you say, OK, yes, I was the one that carjacked you, but now I have it. I'm not giving up the car. It's my car, it's my car now. Really? I mean, and we have laws against that. So. You know, for this guy to go in and, and 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 he's not the only one, you know, I mean, and and it's funny because here it is now they've come up and they said, OK, well, we're going to expel him. But and, and I think we kind of mentioned before, I think on the last broadcast, we have the person that's the primary at this point, the primary Republican candidate for presidency that has three times as many indictments. And he has come clean to say that, yes, well, not not on everything, of course, but some of the things that he's done was wrong. And they still want to support him. I I mean, I I don't get overwhelming support from Republicans. Yes, definitely. That's that's and and it it makes no sense at all. And you know that he's lying. You know that he cheated. And, you know, all of the things I mean, we can go from A to Z on him, you know, because that, that that'll take you know, yeah. at least a year or so to go through all of the stuff that he's done, but they still want to say, in spite of everything that he's done, he's the best candidate for, I mean, are you serious? I mean, yeah. that's the thing that I don't understand. So I, I have an idea about this. I have a, mm-hmm. I have not like a, re- a reason, a rationale, I think ultimately, okay. um, this actually goes back to disinformation campaigns that mm-hmm. we've been experiencing over the last, you know, at least almost 10 years now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, probably a little bit longer, but in, in a lot of it, by the way, is coming from our global adversaries, such as China and Russia. Those are the two right. biggest mm-hmm. um, online misinformation peddlers. A lot recently, Russia has kind of taken over a heck of a lot of that. But these countries that don't want to see the United States be successful, they want to see disruption in their politics and within their people they sow disinformation. Mm-hmm. Why do they sow disinformation? You may be saying like, it's just fun to see people crazy. Like, yeah, that's kind of part of it. But it's also what ends up happening from a political perspective mm-hmm. is that when people are bombarded with this disinformation, right? Mm-hmm. They don't know what to think anymore. So there is a handful of people that's going to buy it. Think about the QAnon stuff, right? Where right. it's like, it's like so outrageous, right? Yes. 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 Like that, a handful of people are going to believe it, right? Because they're they're searching for an answer, especially and it, it happened to coincide with, you know, the pandemic where there's a lot of uh, upheaval and uncertainty, and so people felt very certain that they got this special information, right? But otherwise, all of these other pieces of disinformation, what they do is to kind of numb the rest of us and make mm-hmm. it where like we don't know what's going on, we're not really sure, and it's that questioning that's the goal. Okay, so when people are questioning and they don't know what's true or not, what they do is disengage. Mm -hmm. So they step out of the conversation there. They go in the you know, you can actually see this when you see Republican 
people who are interviewed, well, I don't know about that. Or I think that right. Donald Trump did some good things. You know, they're not totally sold on it, right. but they're still kind of like, you know, they're wishy-washy about stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and it's that type of thing that people who want to disrupt democracy, democracies are looking for because they want mm -hmm. those people to question whether or not it's a good thing to have a democracy so that it, it can be difficult on the system. It's the whole mm -hmm. idea is to kind of have democracy fall. <laughs> I mean, right. like, to be exactly. honest, right? Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. when there's a democracy that shows that people can be involved and we can have freedoms, mm -hmm. that stands in opposition to the authoritarian states. Mm -hmm. And that's basically how you're run, it's being run, things are being run in Russia and China right now. And so they're always looking for ways to make the United States look bad or dangerous or horrible mm -hmm. and, and make us all confused. And I think that that's kind of where we are because otherwise, and I've heard this from other Republican folks that I know as well, mm -hmm. the answer to everything about DeSantos or everything about another uh, thing that we're going to talk about here is the Christian Ziegler case here in the state oh, of yeah, Florida. Yeah, yeah. But this is, this is all lies. This is lies mm -hmm. told by Democrats to smear the comp like smear the opposition. Right. Mm -hmm. And so people don't believe it. And when you are living in a time when you hear really crazy shit all the time, right? Like I mean, right, you yeah. don't know which crazy piece of information right. is the real information. Mm -hmm. But you know, it, it, it's something because just like you said, you don't know what's the real information, but then when you come, just like, just like you uh, alluded to, and, and we're going to talk about, you know, Ziggler, he and his wife, and I mean, they've come out and said, boom, here, here's my craziness right here, you know, and there is no way, they're saying, yes, this is it. There is, it's black and white. Here it is. They're kind of handing it to you on a platter and people are still trying to say, well, yeah, but yes, but, and you know, like you say, it, 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 it begins to kind of numb people to, right. um, you know, the the atrocity of it all, you know, well, yeah, you know, they really screwed up. They messed up. They're this, they're that, you know, but the bad part about it is when they begin to start fighting on issues that consider morality, it's like, how can you in one case want to say, yeah, well, they, you know, it's okay. It's bad. It's this, it's that or whatever. But then in your legislation, you want to talk about, well, you can't do this because, you know, I am this and I, and we're pro-life and we're this and we're, you know, oh, really? I mean, you're talking now out of both sides of your mouth and it's, and, and there is no black, I mean, it, it's all basically black and white. It's like, yes, it's not um, an accusation. You know, it's not, you know, hearsay, it's nothing. This is coming straight out of your mouth, you know, and here, here it is. But then when you get into a group and at one point, again, going to Santos and Trump, at one point, well, it's bad over here, but it's good. over. Look, it's good over here. I mean, either it's good or it's bad. And if it's not acceptable here, how can you say it's acceptable here? It's the same exact thing. And this is the thing that we continually fight for, even from uh, from a Democratic standpoint, it's you know, let's try and look at this thing from, and I think we, we talk about a lot of times, or I've said a lot of times, you know, trying to make sense out of this nonsense. And, and I, I know you can't, you know, but how can you from one side of your mouth say that, you know, it's bad here. And then from the other sense, say that it's, um, it's okay over here, because we look at um, one of the things I've read just um, here recently uh, out in Arizona, I think it was, you know, where they had two officials now that they, and I think I had written something about that. It was uh, two officials. Now they're facing felony charges, you know, for conspiracy, yep. you know, on, the, on interference of the elections. But they're the ones that was talking about 
the Democrats were doing all of this, you know, they're wrong, they're this, they're that, they're cheating, they're, you know. But here are people that now charges are being drawn up, the, the truth is coming to light. Now, all of a sudden, it wasn't the Democrats, but I guarantee you, they're not going to say, okay, yeah, well, we were wrong. We were wrong. Okay, oh, okay. No, it's you projection. <laughs> it's projection as protection. That's yes. what that was. Mm -hmm. If you accuse somebody else of it, of what you're already, it's, listen, this is, this is what everybody says when your significant other, your boyfriend or girlfriend, husband or wife starts accusing you of cheating, right? Mm -hmm. Is it the first answer like, well, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, that's, how, that's what it's supposed to be, right? It's the same thing. That is projection yes. as protection. That's um, it. Another thing that came to mind as you're saying that too is um, it's, this is a phrase that the the Republicans love to also hurl at the at the Democrats is uh, for thee and not for me right where they say yeah. oh rules for you rules right. for for thee and not for me right they did mm -hmm. that a lot during COVID which was horseshit too oh, yeah. um, but sorry I'm very like on yeah, on one thing so, I I did want to just for our audience wanted to frame the Ziegler. Because uh, okay, okay, yeah. so, yeah. we jump right into it. Okay. Right so, right. Christian Ziegler is the chair of the Florida Republican Party. So he's the elected leader of the Florida Republican Party. His wife, Bridget Ziegler, is one of the co-founders of Moms for Liberty. Moms for Liberty being an organization that has been uh, uh, decided by Southern Poverty Law Center to be a hate group, right? right? Um, because they are essentially espousing Christian nationalism and white supremacy through their attacks on the school board. So mm -hmm. Moms for Liberty across the United States has fielded candidates, funded candidates to take over school boards, and they have been responsible for pushing things like book bans right. and mm -hmm. trans bathroom bans. Right, yeah, and yeah, yeah they, they've really been, yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. All that stuff. And it is the LGBTQ part that comes into play with the hypocrisy here. So mm -hmm. last week, it was revealed by the Sarasota Police Department that the Christian Ziegler had been accused of rape by a woman that him and his wife had had a three-way sexual mm -hmm. relationship with, right? Mm -hmm. So of course, that we're talking about group sex. We're talking about bisexual, homosexual right. sex. Mm -hmm. uh, we're talking about sex outside of marriage. So these are all things that as both chair of the Republican Party and Christian Ziegler and a Moms for Moms Liberty, Liberty. co-founder, mm -hmm. they have said, oh, no, we can't, you know, the LGBT people are groomers. They're engaging in deviant sexual behavior. We can't be a part of it. Well, guess what she's doing behind closed doors? That was one part of it. And the second right. part... Yeah that the husband's actually engaging in predatory behavior. Apparently in the uh, 911 tapes and the police report, department report, which is heavily redacted, it is noted that uh, the woman uh, claims that she was raped right. and right. it's on video as well. So they have video evidence of the in occurrence um mm. brought on by the way by a wellness check by a friend of the third wheel mm -hmm. um woman who uh was in apparently such a distressed state suicidal after mm. the rape that um she was spiraling out of control she was no longer coming to work she couldn't leave her house she was uh, fr fearful and um, this friend was worried, and that's how the police right. ended up getting involved. So that's mm -hmm. the kind of state. And of course, as you heard Howard saying, mm -hmm. it's this has caused various levels of 
intrigue from everything from the hypocrisy on the moms for liberty Mm -hmm. side two calls for christian ziegler to stand down from the republican party as chair of the republican Mm -hmm. party numerous uh, republicans around the state high-ranking republicans including ron desantis attorney general ashley moody i just got a text message that she demanded he resign uh as uh, former chair gruders uh, has asked him to resign as well as Rick Scott and numerous other prominent mm-hmm. Republicans around the state. So this is also interesting mm-hmm. given oh, the situation with George Santos, because mm-hmm. one of the claims of support for George Santos is that George Santos, even though he's been indicted in 23 uh, felony counts, and this with Christian Ziegler is only an investigation into an alleged rape, that they both deserve their uh, due process, which Mm -hmm. they are accorded under the Constitution, Mm -hmm. uh, and that they shouldn't have any consequences to that until they are found guilty in a court of law. So uh, that's the defense. However, you still see George Santos getting chucked out of Congress and you still see Republicans wanting to chuck out Christian Ziegler because Mm -hmm. this is bad for the brand. Oh, yeah, definitely. And and that's, you know, something that, um, you know, we we look at and like you say, you have have Ziegler, you have Santos, you got Trump. I mean, you you have all of these things that's going on. and, And I was, you know, telling you how I was, you know, talking with or speaking with um, you know, one of the, one of a real good friend, he's, he's, he's a Republican. He's been a Republican for quite some time, you know, and he was telling me, you know, just how disappointed, you know, in, you know, the party, you know, because of everything that's going on, he was saying our, our party basically is a wreck. And you continue to hear, uh, you know, a lot of, you know, if you listen to CNN, if you listen to whatever news, you know, they're saying that, you know, well, can we, you know, can this party now even be salvaged, you know, basically with all of the things that's going on and with, you know, Donald Trump and, and even for the, the those that are uh, the candidates that's running for uh, the Republican nominee for president, you know, saying how mm-hmm. we cannot allow this guy, you know, to come in. But even with that, you still have so many uh, Republicans that are, you know, supporting, you know, him and, and, and all of the shenanigans and everything that he has done, you know, all of yeah. the you know, like you say, you know, no, we're not saying that, you know, he's guilty, but, you know, just like, you know, Santos, just like Ziegler and all those, you know, it's just the, just looking the at evidence the, against the, them, evidence against them, you know, and just how it's, um, you know, just uh, appearing the, the appearance of, you know, sometimes it's not necessarily, you know, even that the, the very act or whatever, but a lot of times it's the appearance of, I know when we uh, raise our kids, it's like, yep. like they say a lot of times, you know, birds of a feather flock together, you know, and you don't have to be the the, the baddest, the, the this or the that or whatever the case, but if you, um, if you hang with them, you know, then that's what's going to basically be how you're thought of, because this is the group that you're hanging with. If these things, you know, like they say a lot of times, if it smells like a duck, if it walks like a duck, if it quacks like a duck, then you know what, dude? I mean, you know, we have, you know, 23 indictments against Santos. We have 91 indictments against Trump. You know, dude, I mean, it is what it is. You know, they didn't just come up and make these things up. (laughs) Right. This is going through our institutions, our court of law, um, and you know, you look at the the Santos issue right now. Uh, this is the Department of Justice mm-hmm. uh, inquiry that led to the indictments. It, there was a House ethics investigation that was damning, mm-hmm. and it was actually the release of the House ethics enga- investigation, not just the indictments, that made everybody 
actually vote to expel George Santos because the initial votes, by the way, because he had actually been brought up by other Republicans from the state of, of New York. Mm-hmm. They brought forth another motion to expel and they it, it failed at that time. And that was just ahead of the indictments being released. So yeah. it, this is not even just a partisan issue. This is like, look, this guy's a total fraudster. Mm-hmm. And by the way, we didn't even mention all the stuff that he, it was campaign fine. Uh, finance violations right. that yeah, 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 a true. large yeah. portion of George Santos's twenty three felony indictments. I mean, listen and listen. You know, he was stuff. like he was getting Botox. That's right. Mm-hmm. He was buying designer, designer clothes, clothes and handbags. Yep. Mm-hmm. He was going onto porn sites and using campaign finance campaign dollars to buy pornography. He was also fraudulently claiming. He was loaning money to the campaign and then paying himself back money that he loaned to the campaign Mm -hmm. to the tune, by the way, of hundreds of thousands of dollars. And he did that, by the way, to look like he was making more money and a more viable candidate than he actually Mm -hmm. was. So he was also defrauding the other people who were investing in his campaign. Right. Yeah. And 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 that's crazy. You know, when you look at. Um, you know, how they can continue to do things like that. And, and, you know, it just so happened that, you know, one of, um, one of his, uh, you know, I'm not gonna say it was a strong supporter, but he definitely supported, you know, was our very own, um, you know, um, Aaron Donalds, that's right. <laughs> not Donald said, yeah, him. No, no, you know, no, he, um, you know, I'm going to support him. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You know, I mean, again, Birds of a feather. Howard, if they start kicking people out of Congress for having felonies. I got birds of a feather. That's what I'm saying. You know, birds of a feather. Him and half of his staff are going to get kicked out. <laughs> Hashtag facts. Oh, man. See that? And that's, and, and that's one of the things that um, like I was saying, you know, one of my, uh, my, my Republican friend was saying, you know, how the, the Republican Party, you know, how they are, are so disjunct right now and they are you know, in such a, you know, frazzled state, you know, because of everything that's going on. And I'm not saying that um, the Democrats don't have their issues and stuff like that, because yes, they do. You know, however, you know, when you look at things like this, and now you have a lot of even some of the Republicans, um, they're going on, actually going on record to say, you know, don't vote for Donald Trump. You know, don't vote for Donald Trump. Lynn Cheney. Yeah, Lynn Lynn Cheney. You know, know, very very vocal. You know, I think it's Lynn Cheney. Um, I think, uh, I think it was a uh, Cassidy uh, Hutchinson. I think she was another one. You know, yep, she was vote. his former staffer, Adam Kinzinger, mm-hmm. yep. former congressman. Yep, so you know, don't vote for Donald Trump. And, Christie. And, oh, oh yeah, he, he. You know, and then of course Christie is one of the one. Uh, he's the, the candidate that they want to drop out of the race now. You know, because he's he's been very vocal. You know, as far as you know, right. Trump is concerned and stuff like that. You know, so you look at those things, and you know, you begin to look at and you know talk uh, or basically get a picture of a lot of times or even before it was okay the the abortion piece it was the guns it was the schools you know which it still is um but now you look at the republican or not republican but the political um atmosphere you know and it's now it's basically you know the trust factor the believability you know the integrity you know and and this is where i i see that a lot of the republican issues you know are coming from people don't trust them there's no believability, you know, there is no integrity, you know, and it's time that we can, even as, as far as Democrats, you know, and not just a Democrat, but, you know, people that has moral values, you know, can stand up and look at and say, look, 
you know, these are the things that I'm concerned about. But if you want to look at my record and look at my history or whatever, go ahead, please look into my history. Do my do the background check or whatever, you know, and yeah. they kind of go from there so that people could want to feel comfortable, you know, that you they have somebody in office that they can trust. They have somebody in office that's going to do exactly what they said they're going to do. And people, yeah. you know, say all the time, I know um, um, quite a few times when they begin to compare um, Donald Trump with a lot of the other presidents prior to not saying that all of them were squeaky clean. No, but, but just say, because he, um, coming Obama. after, yeah, after he coming up, you know, after, um, you know, president Obama, you know, you know, no indictments, you know, no, um, you know, no issues as far as family and trying to get out. And, you know, so all of these things that people want to say that, um, you know, Donald Trump has done negatively, you know, they can't point the finger at anybody else, but, you know, we have to make sure that or we have a great opportunity right now to be able to step into, you know, the limelight or step into the uh, the public light to say, look, this, here's where we are and here's what we want to do, because we have even locally, you know, we have some issues that we're trying to um, deal with now. And we have to deal with those local issues from the standpoint of uh, what the Cape Coral <laughs> Oh, that's right. So Patty City Council. Yes. Yeah. You, know, you know, so she was like, okay, well, I live here, I live here, and all of this. And now it's so like let's frame the Patty Cummings situation. So Patty <laughs> Cummings was a city councilwoman for Ward Two Ward in City Cape, Cape Coral. Mm -hmm. um, she had won beat actually incumbent Jennifer Nelson. Now mm -hmm. these are municipal races and they're nonpartisan races, but Jennifer Nelson had been a Democrat and then became mm -hmm. a Republican. Not my fave, but just saying. But, you know, so, but whatever. She was yeah. she was an all right chick. Okay. Right. Um, and Patty Cummings as a Republican won, even though it was a nonpartisan race. Mm -hmm. had it had been suspected from the very beginning of the race that she did yes. not actually live in the district. Yes. And this was actually uh some people had filed some investigations to look mm -hmm. into it, and it turns yes. out that not only does she not live in the district, she was had a, a deal with a woman who was in the district and they falsified documentation to get Patty Cummings a driver's license saying that she yes. resided at said property mm -hmm. oh, yeah. when she didn't live there. And that's actually where the three felonies uh, come up from. So mm -hmm. it's, you know, filing, falsifying documents in relation uh, to getting a driver's license because guess what? Mm -hmm. You cannot do that. <laughs> that, that is see, illegal. You know, but, see, but just yeah. like with, with her, you know, when they were going through and I think what it was recently, you know, before she was finally, you know, kicked and out. And she was removed, uh, by the right, way. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah she, she was removed, but before she was removed, she did the same thing that Santos did. You know, I have a position now. I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to do A, B, C, and D. Okay. Well, it's just like, okay, here we go again. You know, this carjacker, you know, you jacked the car, you know, right. I'm not going anywhere in, in spite of what, you know, and, and she knew, you know, that, you know, what yeah. she did was wrong, um, you know, and, you know, and, and again, I was talking she was going to get caught. Exactly. You know, and that's, you know, again, with Santos. Or, yeah. yeah, Santos. Sorry, this is another guy. <laughs> but no, but it, it it amazes me again. Going back to the integrity piece, you know, of you know, just just people, you know, and going through the 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 ability to be able to do something. I mean, if if someone's going to vote for you, they're going to vote for you. But if you if you can run for the office, run for the office. If you can't, you can't. You know. But let's be serious about you know how we're going to deal with these things. Like I said, yeah, we have issues. Right nationally we have issues locally but it's a great opportunity you know for us to really begin to you know show that look we're the people that can be trusted we're the ones that you know not saying that everybody is perfect 
but we can look at and see and make sure that and and I'm one that and I continue to be, you know, continue to say that if I if I say that I'm going to do it, if I'm going to fight for you, I'm going to fight for you. Just like you and I, you know, are talking to and trying to get this one community because of uh, this landlord, you know, this slumlord, mm-hmm. basically, you know, we're you know still trying to find, you know, resolution and help with those things, you know, and, and you know, yes, it's going to be a difficult road, but that's something that we said that we were going to do. So that we're going to continue to do that. We're going to talk to city council. We're going to talk to, you know, um, try to do some movements and some actions to make sure that we can get light on this particular situation. If we say we're going to do it, we're going to do it. And that's the thing that I want people to understand and to know that, you know, we are those that's ready to help, ready to walk in and step into office and make sure that everybody is, you know, their voice is being heard. No one is being left out because all of these people, you know, that that are in office, not all, but a lot of them that are in office, they owe somebody something, Mm -hmm. you know, and we yep. They owe a lot of people. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. They owe a lot of people. They owe the people who helped them to get into the office, like all these, there's all these little kingmaker people. If you're not a political, Mm -hmm. you don't know who they are, but they're these people who kind Mm -hmm. of pull the strings behind the scenes. They help run campaigns, right? So they owe those people. And a lot of times those people are telling them what to say and do. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Then they also owe the people who are their major financial backers. And once mm-hmm. you get into certain places, so if you're looking at city council, county commission, developers are major backers of yes. those campaigns. Yes. You yes. have to be mindful of the decisions that they're making in relation to that. When you get to the state level, you have more different types of companies. You have tourism companies and banking and insurance, mm-hmm. uh, agriculture companies, and mining companies right and all of those things are very problematic because when they get to the state level now they're in charge of regulating those industries Mm -hmm. and who do you think they're going to choose when it comes out these regular people that live in the community or the people who put money in their bank account there you go there you go that's it you know so you can kind of look at how that legislation is going to go and we can begin to look at how you know the one one of the things that um was happening on last night. And I think I shared with you, I went to the city council meeting on last night. And one of the uh, biggest things that they were talking about was um, this uh, housing fund, this affordable housing fund. And that was one of the things that uh, they were talking about. And what um, this organization had come to the city council, and they were saying that, you know, because of um, the affordable housing and and the lack thereof, as far as within the the city limits or the county limits of uh, of Fort Myers, Lee County, you know, they it's about four years ago, work with the city council to draft up a, or, or convince them to do a um, affordable housing fund. They wrote up and everything. They said, okay, anybody that's making, you know, less than hundred percent of the AMI, you know, that, you know, this fund is there to help them, you know, with their housing and kind of go from there. So, and they have, you know, some, some wording in it. And, but, but that was the thing, you know, hundred percent of the AMI, you know, any, anybody that, and I think at that particular time, or even with the numbers that they had stated on last night, it was, over 6,000, close to 7,000 people, you know, in the area that would meet that requirement. Because these are people that's making less than $15 an hour. I mean, you're talking about, you know, hospitality workers, people in, you know, various the hospitals that's basically janitorial services and that type thing. So here are people that's working within the city um, and they're looking at doing, you know, these jobs that, and, and truth be told, sometimes, a lot of times others won't want to do, but nonetheless, they're in and they're but they're doing it with a smile on their face they're doing a great job but they're just needing some assistance so that's what the affordable housing fund was for what happened was the city council 
they wanted to come up and they wanted to amend the housing, the affordable housing fund. They wanted to say, okay, well, not just 100% of the AMI, let's take it up to 120% of the AMI. Taking that up now, we can reach people that even though they may be making the, um, you know, close to the AMI, you know, but we want to make sure that we include the city workers. Okay, which understand, okay, you want you want you want your city workers taken care of and stuff like that. Uh, read police officer, by the way. Guys. Yes, but in, addition, but in addition to that, they wanted to make the city workers priority over everybody. So they were saying, wait a minute, wait a minute, let, let's kind of back this train up now. First, it was just for those that didn't or that was having trouble paying their rent. Now all of a sudden. Every, okay, everybody, you know, you, you're working in the, the hospital, you're working, you know, at a hotel and that type of thing. Okay, we understand, but we're going to put you at the bottom of the list. Basically, you know, we're going to go against what we said that we were supposed to do. And we're going to put these people, all, all of the city workers ahead of everybody. And we have to increase, you know, that the, the value of, you know, the money that they make. And it's and, and, and the organization came on last night and they were saying, wait a minute, you guys can't first and foremost, you know, that's not what the 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 fund is for. The way that it's written up was not for that, but they're going to make those changes. Just like we were saying before, who do you think are driving those changes? And the people that are elected now in the city council, even though it's nonpartisan, uh, partisan, who do you think? you know, put them in a position to now start doing things because they want things done a certain way. That's I'm going to tell you why this pisses me off. This pisses me off for a lot of different reasons. I know it was something that they were trying to change and it came up out pretty last minute. Um, mm -hmm. But here's why this pisses me off. Okay. Every single one of our, our city council members, for the most part, even our, our democratic friendly ones okay mm -hmm. they all talk a lot about being fiscally responsible and blah 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 right and then we have our, our really republican ones people who are openly republican like kevin anderson listen bochette mm -hmm. uh darla bonk okay and they all talk about being fiscally conservative and they talk that's like a credential that's a credential mm -hmm. for running for local office okay right this pisses me off because that is a transfer from a fund with an explicit purpose which is to help people who are not able to afford yes. a housing, right? Mm -hmm. It's subsidizing the fiscal conservative bullshit that the Republicans on the city council are, are peddling. Okay. Yeah. Because if they really cared, if they cared about housing those people, mm -hmm. they would give them a raise That's right. or they would mm -hmm. give them a housing subsidy. Right. Or they would exactly. put into the city budget subsidize housing you know what i mean they would build mm -hmm. it and it would be part of the city budget basically this pisses me off because it moves it off of the city budget exactly. it's a bonus to city yes. workers mm -hmm. and it moves it off their budget so they can pat themselves on the back mm -hmm. and continue with their fiscal conservative nonsense mm -hmm. when really it's being paid out of the pockets out of the pockets of poor of the people. people exactly out Every of funds that are meant to help them every taxpayer so the people that they are actually um, kicking to the curb are the ones that's paying for the subsidy that a city worker would get. But I can't take advantage of that, but you can. And the fund was actually supposed to be meant for me, but they change it. And like you said, because of the fact that now it, it doesn't directly, it indirectly gives every city worker basically a raise without, yeah. without, without the county having to pay for it. 
Yeah, without them having to pay for it. So I was like, give them a raise, do the right thing. And I, listen, I support it. Give them more money. And I know this because I understand the realities of our economy. Our city government, our county government are the largest, some of the largest employers in our area. You just have to get used to that. Um, And people that talk about, oh, the government doesn't do anything or blah, 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 blah. Ha. Guess what? Right. All the major employers in this area are government entities. The school board, the Mm -hmm. school district. Okay. Uh, Lee Health. Guess what? Is a public nonprofit. That's a public entity. Okay. Mm -hmm. The university. Lee County government, public, the yeah. Lee County Sheriff, FMPD, that's city of Fort Myers employees, folks. Okay. These, so you actually want to have a functioning government and you mm-hmm. want to pay for those things. Cause guess what? I bet you, I bet you a lot of people, they really enjoy being able to call the fire department, the police department if something's going yes, wrong. They do. Right. I bet you they enjoy walking down the street on a sidewalk and feeling nice and safe. I bet you they enjoy having stoplights so they can cross the road and traffic Mm -hmm. is is moving at a reasonable pace. Right. I bet you they Mm -hmm. like all that stuff. I bet you they like to park downtown, too. Guess what? That's all. That's all public dollars, folks. Right. right? Yes. Those are all things that we have to pay for. And that's why we have government. And that's why we have the taxes and property taxes and all this other stuff. And so it always like just makes me so infuriated when people are talking about, well, we got it. We got to be fiscally conservative. We got to cut the budget, blah, 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 blah. No, no, you have to be smart about what you spend, but you got to spend that money. You have to, Mm -hmm. you want to, you actually want to. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. Because they, they, they look at people. And and I think a lot of times just for argument's sake or to make it seem as though they're the ones that's quote unquote fiscally responsible. They want to say, oh, well, we're saving this money over here where yeah. you guys want to be so um, liberal and spend and we're saving. It's like, are you serious? I mean, come on, let, 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 let's, let's be real about this thing. Like you said, in order what, for us yeah. to do what we need to do as far as our C is concerned, uh, because everywhere after not, not uh, 9-11, but after, the, uh, after COVID, every, basically every industry raise their prices. Every industry raised their prices. So who's going to pay, you know, for that particular raise? You know, when you buy, when you purchase something, even if the city purchases something, did they say, okay, well, no, we're no longer going to offer those services because these, this particular industry raised their prices. We're not going to offer these services anymore because now we have to be fiscally responsible. We cannot afford it. So they're not going to do that. They're not, they're not going to do that. And time they do, somebody's going to say, what do you mean you can't afford it? This is a service that you guys should provide. You know, you need to find the money from somewhere. Um, well, the only way we can find the money is raising taxes. You're not going to raise my taxes. You know, so it's, you know, yeah, people, right. if they, they get into these, you know, shouting matches, you know, what it, it makes no sense at all. Well, listen, a whole bunch of the problems that are happening locally up in both Cape Coral and Fort Myers right now, I'll go back to this, this, this stance, right? Mm-hmm. People are mad about the yacht club in Cape Coral. Well, yes. guess what? You mm-hmm. know why people are, you know why the, the city council decided to get rid of that? Because they were all operating under this fiscal responsible, fiscal conservative nonsense. And by the way, based on that same nonsense, they missed all of the uh, investment opportunities to keep that place up to par so that they could actually qualify for the insurance money after it was damaged from the hurricane. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like if they had actually paid the money that they had budgeted in mm-hmm. to keep it up, then they wouldn't have had to 
sell the building and demolish it. You know what I mean? So this is, that's part of it. Um, you know, and I also look at, um, other issues within the city. Now we have a whole bunch of, we have a whole bunch of issues that nobody talks about because who cares about municipal government, right? But we have some of the oldest and aging infrastructure in terms of our, our wastewater Mm -hmm. and our water processing, right? We have, um, seepage, we have poop flowing into the water. We have sewage backups all the time around Fort Myers and people just, you know, uh, but that's because we haven't replaced a bunch of our infrastructure and it was very, very damaging after hurricane Ian. And that led to people getting sick and water being, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, polluted because we had, uh, we didn't have the substations and we didn't invest in that infrastructure. And by the way, another component of that is our waste system overall. So we are actually, and this is actually County, not city, but anyway, so, um, but we have a, our recycling facility and our clean burning incinerator, our clean burning incinerator, guess what? We didn't decide to keep up and maintain that properly. So guess what? Our clean burning incinerator is actually spewing out carcinogens all over town. Um, Our recycling facilities are not actually sending the recycling to where they needed to be. And why? Because they're under this mandate to do things as cheap as possible or not at all. And Mm -hmm. that's, that's a problem, right? Like that's a problem because Mm -hmm. you don't want shit running down your street and you don't want to be breathing air that gives you cancer. And we expect that they won't. Right. And if you want that, then you have to have a properly funded government. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it's it's, it's crazy, you know, because I I can look at, you know, and, and, and if they really want to talk about, you know, waste and if they really want to talk about, you know, funds and I'm taking nothing away from, um, you know, if, if the city, if the county decides to do it, the county decides to do it, that, that's fine. But I would look at um, just say um, the at Fort Myers Beach and the elementary school there. Now, I'm taking nothing away from that. And like I said, I understand, you know, the people want a school and stuff like that there. But when you look at how much is it going to cost, it's going to cost five, 10, 20 million dollars. Yeah. Yep. How many students do you have? Not many, if actually. You got 50 students that's there, and you want the county to spend $10 million on this. You know, I'm taking, I'm, but if you really want to talk about being fiscally responsible, come on, let's be serious. You know, so when they look at these, these particular things, and, and, you know, it doesn't, people don't really want to get into it until it affects them. Mm-hmm. So, until it hits your street, then you have so much to say. But I guarantee you, I I guarantee you, had that been Franklin Park with 50 students and you're asking us to spend this kind of money, well, you know what? We're just going to have to farm these 50 out and, and mm-hmm. you know, we're just going to, you know, we're sorry, but we can't be, you know, you know fiscally, you know, we can't make this happen because it, it you know, the right. dollars doesn't make any sense, you know, so, yep. but I mean- that's funny because there's actually a woman who's running for school board whose kid went to Fort Myers Beach Elementary School, and that's her exact platform. And that's what she's like, oh, I fought to get the school. But she's conservative, and she's running on a fiscal conservative platform. That's what I'm saying. See? So, yeah. Is- so- <laughs> Sorry. You know, I'm full so of it today, guys. Yeah, Sorry. You know, so, you know, but I mean. But I mean- have to put the little E by this episode. <laughs> there you go. You know, we're going to, you know. Thank you guys. We're going to kind of bring it to a close for right now, but Hey, th- this is good, good conversation. We're going to continue to have this conversation and um, we really want you guys and, and we invite you guys, your comments. You want to be on the show, certainly be on the show. Uh, we invite your comments at any time. 
Um, and, and, and it doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on, you know, whether you agree or disagree, that, that's fine. We can certainly have great conversation and we can agree to disagree, you know, and we can talk about whatever it is you guys want to talk about. So again, my name is Howard Sapp with Now You Know. Uh, thank you guys for watching. And we really, really hope that you continue to support um, independent media and independent radio, um, you know, just with place uh, things like you know big mouth media you know continue to support that because this is the way that we're going to continue to get you know so many um, um shows out great information out where you guys can listen to and you guys can at least glean something from you know so again dr cindy banier she's with me she's going to give you an opportunity to um share you know and how you can become a part you know of you know big mouth media Absolutely. Thank you. If you'd like to be on the show or have any questions or comments, go ahead and email us at info at bigmouthmediafl.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you enjoyed this episode, we hope that you will get a subscription to Now You Know with Howard Sapp, $4.99 a month or $49.99 a year. And you can get this video and all of our episodes delivered directly to your inbox. It yeah. makes a great holiday present for all your lefty besties. So go ahead and Get that on the plans and pricing page at BigMouthMediaFL.com. Thanks so much for joining us here with Now You Know with Howard Sapp. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Have a good night.